work from you play ball like a is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, gang. How's everybody doing? Welcome to Monday. I would imagine you've probably got a couple of hours already in today at the office. Imagine you had to get up early this morning, make sure the kiddos all got to school. So I hope everybody has been able to cross that off the list today. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's the Workday Red Zone. And we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial. Also online at 953theticket.com. Reminder, of course, there is an app for that. I know you're used to hearing us talk about the TuneIn app, but also get the EAB Media app added to your phone as well, and we'll give you all the details on that as we go along. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also get in touch with us via social media. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us on Twitter. At Kara underscore Richie is another hashtag WDRZ to find today's KavanaughCars.com. Uh, well, it's a fill-in-the-blank statement. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. It's Monday. It's Monday. Getting excited. Our first uh, high school games are going on this Friday, JHS. And then next week we'll have Nettleton and Brooklyn and Valley View. And then I guess we're getting closer and closer yeah. to A-State football. Yeah, one preseason game this weekend. On yeah. Friday. Then the following weekend, it's everybody in regular season action. Uh-huh. And then the Saturday after that, it is, uh, it's is—it's time for it. college football. So, Back to it. Yeah, it's that time. It's time to shine. I hope um, everybody is all right. I hope you all are doing, like, some trial runs for your tailgating at home. Yeah. Make sure you know. Make sure you got the cooler cleaned out from your summer adventures. Make sure you know uh, where all the chairs are. Nothing's broken. Nothing needs to be patched up. Make sure you got the tongs and right. the burger flippers and the i don't tailgate i, and, I mean i don't cook say, i just show up and eat food let it be known that the producer who does these a-state games will be very jealous that you <laughs> while y'all get to flip burgers and have hot dogs and tailgate and stuff i'll be here but it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it it will be uh we'll talk some a-state football with you today the red wolves scrimmaged over the weekend we've got uh, some notes we've got some quotes from head coach butch jones we'll do the notes in this hour we'll do the quotes in hour two. Let's go through some headlines first, and then we'll throw out our KavanaughCars.com uh, sentence today and start diving in here. In terms of what you might have missed over the weekend, of course, it was a busy weekend on the football field for A-State football. They competed in their first scrimmage on Saturday and uh, battled some rainy conditions to complete what was the overall eighth practice of fall camp. It was a strong day for the defense as A-State focused on live reps plus third down and red zone situational drills. Uh, after a recovery day yesterday, they were already back at practice. Today, we'll be back out there as well tomorrow. Elsewhere, former Cedar Ridge standout Austin Reeves making an impact on the international stage. Reeves scored 11 points for Team USA in Sunday's 98-88 winner over Spain. 
So the U.S. is now 3-0 in its pre-World Cup tour. In baseball news, Cardinals actually had a rare Sunday off. Uh, so no game yesterday. That followed a split with Kansas City over the weekend. St. Louis now beginning a three-game series tonight at Bush Stadium against the Oakland Athletics. So first pitch there, 645 on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. In big news nationally today for all of you college football faithful, first AP poll of the season has dropped. And we'll look at some notes on it here in just a moment. But let's throw out our KavanaughCars.com. Not so much a question today. We want you to finish this sentence with us on today's show. Preseason polls are, and that's where you jump in with your answer. I put out some options on Twitter. You can say they're they're awesome, they're dumb, they're fine. Or you can use whatever word your heart so desires. Just a super quick look at the poll before we jump into a phone call with Miss Lisa on the Right Fiber Hotline. But uh, no big surprise to see Georgia clocking in at number one in the preseason poll. They received 60 out of 63 first-place votes. At number two, Michigan, they received two first-place votes. Then at three, Ohio State picking up the last first-place vote. Uh, Alabama and LSU round out the top five. And then six through ten, USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Washington of note for Arkansas State. Oklahoma, the week one opponent, clocks in at number 20 in the poll. The Razorbacks are receiving votes in the poll 22. Overall, there were additionally four Sunbelt Conference teams that received votes in the preseason poll with Troy, Coastal Carolina, South Alabama, and James Madison getting a mention. The highest-ranked group of five team in the poll is Tulane of the American Athletic Conference, and they are at number 24. We'll look at several more takeaways from the poll as we go along today, but hey, Miss Lisa is waiting on us, so let's get to the phone. How are you? Well, you could you could have went as long as you wanted to. I called a little bit too early, but um, to me, preseason polls are of no benefit to anyone. I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want my team to be ranked number one preseason, because you know they're not going to stay there. Yeah, I just I see no use in them, and and especially now, we've talked about that on Bud Show for years and years and years. They are to wait till the sketch, you know, about into the sixth game and start to poll. But what I wanted to bring up, which doesn't shock me at all, is this Michael Orr story. And I knew, I knew, I knew. We had a someone adopted up at Arkansas, and if I mentioned his name, you would know him. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to because he still works. You know, he works at the Buzz. Same thing happened to him. And you know, the Tuies were already rich. I think, you know, they owned all the Taco Bells, and maybe they used all this money to buy the Taco Bell. I don't know. But it looks to me like Michael Orr, hands down, if all this is true, he's going to win hands down, and they're going to have to cough up 
millions. What do you think? Well, Miss Lisa, I want to get our listeners up to speed on this because I'll be honest with you. I missed. So there was a, a big write up in, in ESPN that dropped like in the middle of the night. But I'll be honest with you. I just saw it maybe for the first time about 20 minutes ago. So I'm kind of still getting my bearings on it as well. But I'll read the headline here for anybody who is not up to speed. Well, he was never even adopted. Well, let me let me read let me read the headline, okay. Miss Lisa. So everybody, okay. you know how I did. I, I know. Ready to climb a wall. <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody is informed of of the subject before we start giving opinions. Uh, or before I start giving my opinion. You but let me hang up and let me listen to you better because I'm driving. Right. But go off it and read it because this is going to, hey, this is ridiculous. It is. All righty. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Miss Lisa. Uh, what I've got pulled up right now is a story on ESPN.com. Uh, the title here, or the headline, excuse me, quote, Blindside Subject Doer alleges Tui's made millions off lie. Uh, basically, it's Michael Ower, who, of course, um, was the subject of the movie The Blind Side. Of course, Sandra Bullock, I think, what, she won an Oscar for that. I know a ton of us watched it. It was a good movie. Uh, but turns out there was a whole lot more fiction in that movie than maybe anybody realized. Uh, Ower filed a petition in Shelby County probate court that alleges that the Tuies who took Ower into their home as a high school student never actually adopted him. Instead, after he turned 18 in 2004, the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. Uh, the petition further alleges that the family used their power to strike the deal that paid them and their two birth children millions of dollars in royalty, while Michael Oher got nothing for a story that would not have existed without it. They, the, the family has continued calling him their adopted son for years and years and years. Of course, they use that uh, to promote their own foundations and, and books and this, that, and, and whatever else. But uh, that is probably going to stop today. Oher says he discovered this lie about the conservatorship or whatever earlier this year and so now we are reading about the fallout. So he has filed a petition to ask the court to end the conservatorship and to issue an injunction barring the family from using his name and likeness. It also seeks a full accounting of all the money the two he's earned using his name and to have the couple pay him his fair share of profits. So that is the latest there. That is like two of the 20 paragraphs that are in this article, and I'm going to try and read it uh, during our breaks today as we go along. But... Yeah, that's going on today. Uh, this is not funny at all, the, the situation here, but I, I did see a joke that made me smile as somebody said, you know, maybe they'll they'll get, they'll, they'll take back Sandra Bullock's Oscar like they took back Reggie Bush's Heisman. Um, of course, clearly that's, that's not the case, but uh, just a mess of a story. A mess of a story. And we'll see what continue to comes out next. Again, uh, 
that story up at ESPN.com. I'm sure there will be additional stories as well. So that is the big news today. Also, uh, switching gears before we go to break. (laughs) Uh, Major League Baseball has opened an official investigation into the matter involving Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays. That was a big story over the weekend, and, and we'll see if we can get everybody caught up. A whole lot of headlines, of course, that have dropped since the last time we spoke with you. Also, an Arkansas State football scrimmage that occurred since the last time we spoke with you. And we'll just see what we can work in today. We're going to start with this scrimmage and continue to follow up on our KavanaughCars.com practice uh, question when we when we come back, but get caught up on practice. Whew. It is definitely a Monday. Maybe I can figure out how to talk between the break as well. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Hey, keep it here with us. We'll be back in just a moment here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. Get the best insurance rates for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. Insure your home, insure your vehicles, insure your rental properties, your business, and insure your life with Rob Taylor State Farm. This was a game changer for me and my family. See, life is expensive, and I was able to save money every single month and get better insurance coverage with Rob Taylor State Farm. And they'll do the same thing for you. Let's be real. When's the last time you looked at your insurance policies? Have your premiums slowly been creeping up? See, that's what happened to me. Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance was able to lower my insurance premiums and give my family better coverage. Get your free quote and start saving money today. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 367 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161. Or you can go to Facebook or Google and search Rob Taylor State Farm. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Unique Ink is turning 10 to celebrate they're gifting you amazing deals all month long. Each week in August, they have different specials from $10 backpack embroidery, discounted jackets with school logos, BOGO school shirts, custom tumblers, and more. Follow their all-new Facebook page for all the details. Like and follow Unique Ink screen printing and embroidery on Facebook. And while you're there, enter to win one of their 10 huge giveaways. When you think back to school deals, think Unique Ink. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Get your ride knockout pretty again with TKO Mobile Detail. Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. 
Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. That's 870-284-2524. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? Book that river trip. Find that cabin with the view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. Named one of the top staycation cities in the country. Make Fort Smith, Arkansas your vacation headquarters. With a variety of lodging, cultural, and historic attractions, Fort Smith offers plenty of outdoor activities, from skating to biking and hiking. Tour the fabulous downtown with our world-renowned public contemporary art, or take a scenic train ride through the mountains and experience the beauty of the natural state. Make our visitor center your first stop. Start planning now at experiencefortsmith.com. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Hanging out with you on a Monday, 870-930-3776, number on the Right Viber Hotline by Ritter Communications. I spent time during the break trying to get caught up on uh, what's going on with Michael Orr and the Tuies. About halfway through an article on ESPN.com. That is a big story going on nationally today in the football world, but also in the football world today. We saw the AP Top 25 drop at uh, 11 a.m. this morning so I mean it's been a whole hour 17 minutes I would assume everybody's had time to look over it at this point in time Uh, if not though uh, Georgia Michigan Ohio State Alabama LSU the top five in this year's poll we're asking you what you think of preseason polls in general are they are they awesome are they fine are they dumb How do you size up those polls? Uh, I will tell you that more often than not, they're wildly inaccurate. (laughs) Uh, Not that that is news to you. Uh, Any of you that have kept tabs on college football over the years. I mean, if you just go back and look at last season's preseason poll versus the final poll of the year, I mean, wildly different. Yes, you have some teams that are going to stay in the top 25 all year, but you also have some teams that are massive surprises in good ways last season, like TCU, massive surprises in bad ways last year, like Texas A&M. And we'll see more of those storylines, undoubtedly, in 2023 as well. But we'll follow up on that conversation uh, really, really throughout the day. But I'm going to focus for a few moments on just what I saw from Arkansas State on Saturday at the Red Wolves' first scrimmage of a fall camp. And y'all know I like to be positive. Y'all know I like to be an optimist. And I just didn't really have a lot of fun Saturday, to be honest with you. The colors of the day, the theme of the day, uh, gray and yellow. And neither one really made the scrimmage very fun. Gray because, I mean, it started raining about halfway through. Which, I mean, I guess when you're in in mid-August, you know, a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind is preferable over absolutely scorching, angry sun. Uh, but it just made the day kind of dreary and 
I don't think the Red Wolves handled the elements very well. More on that in a moment. Uh, there was also a, a lot of yellow. Uh, the team was working with officials for one of the first times this fall, if not the first time this fall. And so false starts, pass interferences, holding, uh, personal foul. Uh, there were several of those throughout the day. Really, the, the winner of the scrimmage, to be perfectly honest with you, was DMX, God rest his soul, because A-State played the Rough Riders anthem on every third down, and I heard it enough throughout the afternoon that I went to bed singing it Saturday evening. So just a boatload of DMX. That was my number one takeaway from Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. Uh, as far as, we'll start with the penalties in, in terms of kind of the, the concerning things um, how, in terms of how A-State handled the scrimmage and, and then the penalties as well. I'm not super concerned about the penalties for the reason that penalties have not been an issue in the Butch Jones era at Arkansas State, so I'm not going to start freaking out yet. Um, it's, look, this is not going to be a refresh of, of the Anderson era where you have a game even early in the season where you got 115 yards of penalties, it's not going to happen. Butch Jones will not allow that to happen. Uh, the next scrimmage will be better. I have zero doubt about it. A little bit more of a concern was the way that A-State handled the elements. Uh, just a lot of, of low... It, it was hard to tell if there were just low snaps or bad handoffs or miscommunication, but there were some unforced errors at the line of scrimmage that, that yes, those are a concern. Uh, the concern overall was it was kind of th- the offense. There was a lack of highlights on the day. I tried to go through and just start looking at my notes in a chronological order, and it was just, it just seemed like it was three and out and three and out and three and out and three and out, just over and over and over. Um, we did see, you know, some plays from the defense. You know, sometimes I felt like I saw the quarterbacks throw it away a lot because there was pressure. Uh, there was an interception by Javante Mackey. Uh, there was, uh, should have been a, a couple of other additional interceptions that were blown dead because of penalties. Um, I, I did feel like certainly the defense won the day, but look, I like points. I, I wanted to see more from, from the offense. Um, I, I especially wanted to see more from the quarterbacks because as we are all aware, uh, QB1 for week one has yet to be decided. If you put Saturday in a vacuum, just completely by itself, just strictly based on on-field performance, nothing about all of the other intangibles that a quarterback has to possess to be an effective leader. If you put Saturday in a vacuum and ask me to pick a starter based on those two hours, I'd go with true freshman Jalen Rayner. Now, is it because Jalen Rayner went out there and did something that just like, knocked my socks off that he just had like these massive highlight plays not not really he just has a skill set the other two quarterbacks don't because he's able to make plays with his feet and he's got a pretty good set of wheels is he going to be the starter week one i highly 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 doubt it no because of of what all else that quarterback position entails at some point in time you do have to throw the football and still haven't seen just a ton of that from rayner additionally there's Again, all of the other multiple intangibles that go with commanding an offense. And Shrout and Daly both are going to have significant edges there. I just, I was just hoping to see just some kind of highlights throughout the, the day from 
the offense, especially, you know, flashing back to last week in practice. I think it was Wednesday I was out there. And it was kind of a grind for the offense, but you got closer to the end of the scrimmage, and there were a couple of really good drives put together. Uh, in particular, flashing back to, to last Wednesday, there was one where Daly was at the helm and saw just uh, just a, a, just a methodical drive, you know, one or two chunk plays, but other than that, just steadily moving the chains. It was like, all right, you know, maybe this offense is, is getting a little bit of momentum. Maybe they're getting a little bit of cohesion. Maybe this is something they can build off of. And again, just unfortunately, just really didn't see that on Saturday. Uh, flipping through notes here, you know, trying to read my own writing, which sometimes go, it goes better than other times. Uh, there was a Shrout Kamari Thompson connection for a touchdown on a good drive there. But it really seemed like the offense did not find its groove until late in the scrimmage when they did some goal line work. Now, the goal line work went went well. In fact, once they they were doing uh, a lot of plays from the three, so for a while I thought they were doing like two-point conversion drills <laughs> until they were giving them more, uh, eventually giving them more, um, you know, down. So it wasn't just strictly a two-point conversion drill. But there were a lot of good things that happened there. You know, I saw a Sneed touchdown, a daily keeper, a Rainer touchdown. You had some, you had a Kevin Diaz touchdown there at tight end. You had several different players that, that, that stepped up in that aspect of the scrimmage to make plays. It just, it just took a while to get there. And, and that was concerning. Looking at the quarterbacks uh, specifically, there's just not, a, I, I just don't see a lot of separation right now between Daly and Trout. In pretty much any scrimmage or practice I've seen them in you'll get a couple of highlights but you also get a couple of mistakes for both and it wasn't a day where you had one guy with the ones and one guy with the twos they both took a boatload of of snaps with the ones Rainer did as well some other guys to mention that did catch my attention I'm interested to see how much Jaquez Cross is going to get out there at running back this year I mean you feel like Snead is the starter you feel like Wallace is going to get a ton of reps as well but but Cross in the past couple of scrimmages has had just big, huge, explosive touchdowns, or excuse me, practices, not scrimmages. Uh, he would have had one at the scrimmage, but it was called back by a hold, I want to say. I know he had one at the practice on Wednesday, so that catches your eye. Cross will be out there. Uh, it looks like handling kickoff return duties. Now, that being said, freshman Snell Bryant uh, had a really good return that was invalidated by a penalty, but uh, he's got the wheels to to maybe at least force a conversation there. I thought Miller McCrumby had a good scrimmage. Uh, tight ends are always open, right? And I think he's going to see a ton of targets this year. He's probably not going to have the same production as Sadu Traore, but I don't feel like there is just a massive, massive, massive drop off at the tight end position, even though Traore. Uh, is going to be, you know, in a, in a different spot this year, and other guys are going to have to step up in the tight end room. Defensively, uh, Kieran Crawford played well. Again, Mackey with the interception. There were a couple of should have been interceptions late in the scrimmage that were dropped, but again, it was it was a scrimmage. Uh, this week is massively important, obviously, and we'll talk more about it here in just a moment. But Chuck is with us on hold. Uh, hey, Chuck, how are you? Doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Oh, no problem, man. Hey, as far as your question of the day, man, I don't think we should get any polls until about October. Man. Okay. What do you think? 
I would, well, look, I do like talking about the polls. <laughs> do I think that they're necessarily smart? And do I think that people are coming from an educated place? I mean, no, because everything is a crapshoot, especially now when rosters get more and more different every single year, right? Like with the portal now, there's so little carryover from year to year that I don't know how you how you wrap your head truly around what all of college football is going to look look like three weeks before the season even starts. I'd be okay starting them maybe just a little bit earlier, just just at least though make it through non conference play. Right, but yeah, my my opinion is I don't think they ought to come out till October because man, we don't know what we got. Yeah, you know. And if you show me any coach that says, yeah, I know I'm going to go 15-0 with the team I got right now, which you're all going to say that, but know for sure that they're going to go 15-0, I would call him a liar. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't know what kind of product you're going to put out there. Yeah. Look, I agree with you very much so. I I do think, you know, there's probably about – three or four teams in the country that everybody knows are going to be really, really good. And well, turns out that, yeah, they're going to be good. And then there's probably three or four terrible teams in the country that, yeah, they're going to be terrible, but you got 120 teams in the middle that could go either way. Exactly. I mean, and I guarantee you, man, the top 10 will not be the same at the end of the season. Oh no, no, it won't even be close. I mean, again, you go back to, to last year, TCU was not in the preseason poll, period. And you right. and you had teams, of course, like Texas was in there because, of course, they were. And Texas A&M was like a top 10 team in the preseason, and they stunk. So, Yep. My opinion exactly right there. I wonder if the defensive coordinator for A-State is listening. Kerry, you need to let him know this, dude. If they'll blitz old Gabriel there at Oklahoma, because I'm hoping. A-State wins. Just because I want to see if my brother really sits me out on the side of the road on the way home. (laughs) You know? Because we are going. And uh, if they'll blitz him, man, he'll become an interception machine. I've seen it way too many times. You know? I mean, are you trying to hitchhike home? No, I'm not trying to hitchhike home. I don't think he'll do it personally. But we'll find out if Oklahoma loses. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not going to be wearing no A-State gear. I'm going to be wearing my Buckeye gear. You know, we got to get ready for um, Indiana Indiana at 2.30 that day. But I just want to be able to rag him the whole way home. Because it's <laughs> – with them, dude – Oklahoma's everything, you know, kind of like I am with the Buckeyes. Sure. But, I mean, it, would it not be funny? I mean, you know, I would, it would be awesome. It, it would be amazing. Do you know, that would be like the funnest Monday ever in my working career. I mean, it would be epic. I, I'm all for right. it. Right, it would be. And plus, what I'm thinking, if they lose, you know, we're going to go to Toby Greek uh bar and grill afterwards and have dinner and watch Buckeyes and drink a few adult beverages, I believe my pocketbook would be a little thicker when I come home because I wouldn't have to buy as many drinks. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, those are some famous last words because then then you have, I mean, what what would you spend more on? Celebration bevies or drowning your sorrow bevies? 
Well, I figure he's been more on uh, ground in his sorrow. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, here? I do. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, his wife is fixing to start doing traveling nurse, and she leaves Friday to go to Colorado. That's where her first stop is. We had a dinner out there with all four going away dinner. With all that out there, me and Grant, a friend of ours that are going with him, and another buddy of ours that's going with him, we done told him, dude, if y'all lose to ASU, it will not, will not be a fun ride home. He said, well, I'll be sitting your, I'll say rear ends instead of what he said, <laughs> out on the side of the road. I said, I don't think so, big boy. I'm a big man. You ain't putting me on no side of the road. He said, y'all be calling an Uber. They, they still have know. buses, too. I mean, you bus, Uber, you can find a way home. That's right. But, I mean, it, it would be great. I don't want to see them lose, you know, because we're going to the game. Do I think it'll be a game? I hope. Yeah. I really do. Just like I said last year with the Buckeyes, I hope it's a game. Man, I really do. Because I do support ASU because that's where my daughter graduated from. You know, I don't care for the Hogs. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't care for them. You know, I, I do support ASU. Mm-hmm. But I just think it'd be funny because of all the rat, you know, the, the stuff that we could say to him on the way home. You know? Oh, it'd be never-ending. Oh, it would. It would. It'd be never-ending from the time we leave, get up on Sunday, and drive home. You know, and it's, what, I think a uh, seven- Six-and-a-half, seven-hour drive home. <coughs> and the sad thing of it is, we are taking his truck, so. They might put you in the bed of the truck to make your ride back. Well, that'd be fine, too. At least I'm getting a ride home and I ain't got to pay for an Uber. Yeah, that's But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be great. I mean, it really would. You know. And if I was ASU, I'd go out there and stick the flag right in the middle of their their uh, field just like Baker did us, you know. But anyway, well, Kara, that's, I just wanted to call in and answer your question sure. and talk about that a little bit. I do have one quick question. Uh-huh. I guess you went to the scrimmage Saturday. Uh-huh. What you seen, do they look better this year than what they were last year? And which they were competitive last year. The offense right now, the offense right now is a concern because they haven't clicked yet. Okay. What about the defense? Because the defense was a big concern last year, giving up too many big plays. Yeah, and and that's the thing though is is the defense looks solid right now, but are do they look solid because they're continuing to improve, or do they look solid because this offense hasn't gelled? Okay. Okay. All right, Karen. Well, y'all have a great day and go Red Wolves. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Chuck. With, with, you know, the defense offense, the last thing I said there to, to Chuck, you know, is, is is the defense looking good right now because they're out there making plays? Or do they look good because this, this offense is not clicking? And I, I look, most likely it's a little column A, a little column B, right? Uh, but this this week is massively important for A-State football. You've got the install down, right? So now it's about showing progress because... When you look at, at what's left here on the preseason slate, you, you got three weeks, right? 
the week before kickoff, well, that's not, you can't still be trying to find student tune stuff. Then you were working on, on Oklahoma stuff, right? So you've got two weeks now to really get it together. There has to be some kind of progress shown by this offense this week. There has to be a quarterback that is, is making a few more plays this week. Or at least making a few less mistakes. There's got to be some kind of separation. There's got to be some kind of progress and momentum. So am I freaking out right now today? No. But if next Monday we're having these same conversations about an offense in the scrimmage that, that didn't really look super cohesive, and we're talking about DMX again because I sat through a million three and outs, then it might be time to get concerned. Not there yet. Where we are at in terms of a Monday on the show is is break time. We're actually a little bit overdue for one. By the way, uh, we're going to hear Butch Jones' thoughts and comments on the scrimmage coming up in the second hour of the program. But let's step away and come back, follow up on our KavanaughCars.com question right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Soybean prices rebounding a bit. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. September corn at 472 and a quarter, down two and a quarter. With December corn at 484, down three and a quarter. August soybeans at 1422, up 20 and three quarters. With September soybeans at 1351 and a quarter, up 14. September wheat at 607 and a half, down 19 and a quarter. With December wheat at 633 and a half, down 20 and a quarter. October cotton at 8748, down 181. With December cotton at 8609, down 180. September rice at 1582 and a half, down 16 and a half. With November rice at 1592, down 26. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle at 180.45, up 7.5, with October live cattle at 181.35, up 2.5. August feeder cattle at 246.85, down 90. September feeder cattle at 250.65, down 80. August lean hogs at 102.15, up 5, with October hogs at 79.10, down 222.5. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Witcher Auctions is holding a huge online farm, heavy equipment, and transportation auction on Thursday, August the 24th. This auction will include tractors, construction machinery, trucks, trailers, attachments, field equipment, power units, salvage machinery, support equipment, and much more from area farmers and contractors. Most items are located at our Wynn, Arkansas permanent auction yard with some items at our Ashland, Jonesboro Depot, as well as our Clarksdale, Mississippi location. View all the auction items with preview locations and contact information at witcherauctions.com and get ready to bid. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972. Not all soils are created equal. To a farmer, that's nothing new. Different parts of your field yield differently. Advertising shares a lot of similarities. There are more choices than ever about where to put your advertising dollars. A recent survey shows farmers rely on radio for their ag news almost five times as much as social media. To use another metaphor, farm radio is the best soil for planting those seeds of advertising. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Local Tire and Wheel is throwing a back-to-school 30 for 30 bash, and you're invited to save. This month's deals on tires and wheels are guaranteed to be an A+. Right now, you can get started on the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $30 with no payments for 30 days. Yes, $30 today gets you four brand new tires with no payments for 30 days. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel always offers nine months same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine 
nine months to pay. Make sure that you and your kids are ready for school with safe and dependable tires from local Tire and Wheel. Nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel is throwing a back-to-school 30 for 30 bash and you're invited to save. $30 today and no payments for 30 days. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. We are the 25%. That's a quarter of all Americans. Over 61 million people with a disability. Our differences make us 100% unique. Just like you. 100% creative, passionate, determined, and proud. We are the 25%. And we want a world where everyone is 100% included. Easter Seals Disability Services. Change the way you see disability. We are the 25.org. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's going to be a short segment here. But I uh, want to throw back out the KavanaughCars.com question asking you today for your take on preseason polls. Are they awesome? Are they dumb? Do they fall somewhere in between? Are they just okay? The case for polls, of course, being dumb is that they're just wildly inaccurate. And they also give teams that often don't belong there an early edge. You can go back and, and find examples of this literally every single year. But just going back last year and comparing the preseason poll in 2022 to the final season poll, there are some, you know, pretty significant discrepancies. Of course, the, the first big one is TCU, who finished the season at, at number two. Yes, they got absolutely annihilated in the college football playoff by Georgia. There's zero doubt there. I don't hardly, I, I don't remember anything about that game. <laughs> I think maybe only have watched the first quarter because it was a blowout after that. I can tell you because I've got it pulled up on the screen in front of me that it was a 65-7 to setback. But but that's kind of beyond the point. The, the main point there being that, you know, T, TCU wasn't ranked in the preseason at all. In fact, I don't even think they were receiving votes. Last year in the preseason poll, I mean, they were just not even on the radar heading into 2022. So they certainly were a fun surprise. On the flip side, you had so many underachievers last year. None more so than Texas A&M, which was a top 16. They're, They're ranked number six. And of course, by the middle of their season, you had every Aggie fan on the planet Googling what Jimbo Fisher's buyout was. Spoiler alert, still ginormous. Additionally, both of the Oklahoma teams underachieved. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State were both preseason top 12 teams. Neither one finished 
uh, the year in the final poll. And then the thing that we see over and 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 over again in these preseason polls is that there is the love for any team that is not an autonomous school is non-existent. Tulane finished the year as a top 10 team. They did not even receive any votes in the preseason. They're barely in the poll this year. And they are the only non-autonomous school to land in the preseason poll. They clock in at 24. 15 spots down from where they finished the season last year. Meanwhile, you've got schools like Texas that come in at 11. Nobody nobody ever in college football history gets more of a benefit of the doubt than Texas. What have they done lately that makes them deserving of being a perennial top 15 team? I would love to know that answer. What were they last year, like 8-5? and five? And then every single year you get to this point in time and there's somebody out there who wants to sell you on the fact that Texas is back? Good grief. Anyways. We'll table that rant because certainly that could last for a while. But back to the original point, you know, the poll that we see today is just going to be so wildly different than the one that is going to come out at the very end of the season. There will be fun surprises. There will be not as fun surprises. But uh, it, it won't be close. And there is zero doubt about that in my mind. Uh, let's step aside. We've got to squeeze in one more break. Not good on my time management today. I know. I know. You'd think I'd be able to uh, to work on that all these years later, but apparently not. <laughs> so one more break to squeeze in. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this noon hour here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys. How did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zones. Come. And Patrick, and this is Above the Noise, conference realignment has been taken to a whole new level after the dismemberment of the Pac-12. And it's not over yet. The ACC is now the prey, and the SEC and Big Ten are circling. Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, Clemson, all rumored to be unhappy with their current situation. And recently, FSU President Richard McCullough stated the school would seriously consider leaving the ACC. The timing of the statement is a little bit fishy. This could very well be a leverage play. It's been rumored the university could be unhappy with the revenue distribution, but this could be a transparent view into the future. College football appears to be headed towards mega conferences, and no ACC team wants to face a similar dilemma as Stanford or Cal in the Pac-12. And with an August 15th deadline to inform the conference of any intentions to leave in the next calendar year, the fireworks may have only just begun in college football. We haven't even reached week one. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. All Jermaine Sterling and Sean O'Malley battle for the Bantamweight belt at UFC 292. Get your bets in on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PATRICK. New customers can bet just $5 on UFC 292 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Code PATRICK only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. 
online. In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races, all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com. You money. Now that I have your attention, Played Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Played Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Played Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Played Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your right fiber gig, one, two, and five gig, all priced just right, only at Right Fiber. Farmers, harvest will be here before you know it, and Pico Foods is ready to buy your new crop corn in Milo. Before you book, call Pico. A fourth-generation family-owned business and the seventh-largest poultry producer in the U.S., Pico Foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices. Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community, and right now they're buying new crop corn in Milo. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601 670 9383. Visiting with A State great and new network color analyst Darian Griswold. My wife is seven months pregnant right now, so we're about to have another little boy. And now, hang on a sec, because <laughs> we started this conversation with kind of talking about this new gig, and seven months pregnant for right now means there's a baby coming in football yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's going to have to understand that it's football. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes over. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Just a couple minutes left in this noon hour. Hey, a heads up that uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we're actually going to start by uh, continuing the A-State football conversation. We've got some audio to share with you from head football coach Butch Jones, his comments after Saturday's scrimmage for Arkansas State. They're going to scrimmage again on Saturday. So hope to see some improvement on a couple of different aspects. And But again, Butch Jones coming up uh, audio-wise in hour number two. Uh, lots of uh, news going on, of course, over the weekend and a big event going on across the bridge as uh, a lot of golfers hanging out in Memphis for the FedEx St. Jude. It's not the FedEx St. Jude Classic anymore, but of course that's what it was called for a while. It's Now it's part of the FedEx Cup playoffs. But big event, some good golf being played, and a hat tip to Lucas Glover, who walked away with the win, a really exciting win as it went down to a playoff. But, man, 
here's what I I liked and also felt felt really bad for with Glover. Like Glover was all of us this weekend, and what I mean by that is by the end of Sunday, dude was just dripping in sweat. Uh, could not just did not look like he was. If you looked at him, a picture of him, he just looked sweaty and fatigued and like a lot of us would look if we had spent all Sunday outside. But maybe with the $4 million he's won over the past eight days, he can go out and buy some of those like sweat tech pants or whatever. He actually dunked his hands in the ice water of a cooler for as long as he could stand it on the 17th tee on Sunday. But won the FedEx St. Jude Championship, his second title in two weeks. And then beat Patrick Canley in a playoff. So, good for him. Uh, Always looks like a fun time to be had there in Memphis. But it always is. Without fail, it's always just a sweltering event. Oh, man. Uh, Something I realized this weekend, and I'm going to get sappy and sentimental on you guys for just a moment. But I realized over the weekend, uh, I I guess, an important anniversary for me. Uh, I think on Saturday, it was actually my my 10-year anniversary of starting here at The Ticket. Which, I mean, I thought that was kind of cool. It seemed worth noting. A decade in the books at at the ticket. And and for the most part, you all aren't too terribly sick of me yet. But I wanted to bring this up because I just wanted to thank you all for being a part of this for the past 10 years. So many of you have listened steadily or you've called or, you know, you vote on our polls or you text during the shows or or you tweet at us. And uh, I, I certainly appreciate that because you make my day go by faster and you make the day more entertaining. Additionally, you know, when you've got 10 years to kind of reflect, I, I started thinking about the beginning of my time at the ticket. And, and look, I know I was not a, I, I was not the world's best broadcaster. <laughs> I was not even a good broadcaster by any stretch of the imagination. So for those of you that have been uh, patient with me during my journey as a broadcaster, my growth I certainly appreciate that. Uh, I had a lot to learn when I was getting started. I still do. I still do. And now we'll just have to wait and see what the next decade holds. But uh, thank you again. Not really sure um, what the next 10 years are going to look like. I know what the next hour is going to look like. Again, as we're going to start with uh, with some audio from A-State head football coach Butch Jones. Also a couple of other uh, A-State news items of note. They've released a promotional schedule. For next for this year's home games, and uh, there's some pretty cool stuff on here I want to talk about. Additionally, we'll talk a little base, baseball with you in the 1 o'clock hour, and uh, big weekend for a former Red Wolf, and we'll talk about that as well. So that is what is all on the slate for the second hour of the show. Hope you keep it right here with us, but we'll step aside for a break and return right after this for more of the Workday Red Talk.
This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Players of Tire Service and Minor League Baseball. Tough day for the Cardinals' top two farm clubs as they dropped their series finales yesterday. The Redbirds falling at Durham 5-1 to lose four out of six in the series out in North Carolina. Memphis back home tomorrow at AutoZone Park to face the Norfolk Tides. Springfield split their series with San Antonio, losing 5-4 yesterday afternoon. Two good rehab outings for the Cardinals' Jake Whitford and Ryan Helsley. The Springfield Cardinals at Wichita to open a series tomorrow. In women's basketball, Arkansas wrapped up its European tour with an impressive 100-61 win over the University of Regina out of Saskatchewan in a game played in Athens, Greece yesterday. Jenna Lawrence led four Razorbacks in double figures with 15 points. Bringing the best selling tires for 60 years, and now a third Jonesboro location coming soon to Southwest Drive. That's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Nuke Seedery is proud to announce our new Taste of Summer menu. Mouthwatering summer selects that you're sure to fall in love with. Picture a flavorful green goddess salad with crisp veggies topped with our incredible green goddess dressing. Or maybe our watermelon feta salad that combines the perfect balance of juicy sweetness with tangy cheese. Need a heartier option? Try our all-new Chicken Avo Club Sandwich with tender chicken and creamy avocado. It's a taste you won't want to miss. Top it off with our new irresistible lemon cake. Nukes on Highland Drive in Jonesboro and online at nukes.com. Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. You wouldn't drive a car without suspension, so why mow without it? At Ferris, our commercial mowers set the bar high as the first and only manufacturer to integrate suspension into our mowers. With racing-inspired patent full suspension and integrating cutty decks, you can go faster, cut better, and not get beat up. Whether you're a professional cutter or a homeowner that wants to mow like a pro, Ferris is there with commercial-grade mowers to keep you going strong. Check them out at any Cox Implement location in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit Stanley Hello everyone, at George Kell Motors we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase. That includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford, formerly Harris Ford. We're proud to bring Ford to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect. Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com. Hey y'all, it's time to lose weight the healthy way with medication-assisted weight loss at Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to spend your entire day eating bars and drinking shakes because Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose almost 8,000 pounds and counting. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss. And by now, you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss, and Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. Call Elite Total Health, 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. 
Get started today with Elite Total Health. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone as we continue working our way through a Monday, uh, half the day through. Another hour to go, a lot to get to, including some audio here from Arkansas State Head Football Coach Butch Jones coming up in just a moment, recapping the Red Wolves' first scrimmage of the fall slate. Uh, but let's start back out to KavanaughCars.com question and do a quick look here at our poll. We're asking you for your thoughts today on preseason polls. Overall, are they are they awesome? Are they dumb? Are they kind of in between that? Are they just fine? Or uh, is there some other word or phrase you would use to describe the preseason polls? Right now, 62% of you think they're dumb. <laughs> and that is the leader in the clubhouse. You can vote on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. And coming up in the next segment, we will open back up the phone line to the Right Fiber hotline. Uh, so you can weigh in on the phones as well. That being said, I do want to get everybody completely caught up on the Red Wolves scrimmage from over the weekend. I shared some of my thoughts in the first hour of the show in terms of how everything looked, and we'll just say room for improvement. But obviously, at the end of the day, Butch Jones' opinion on the scrimmage is quite a bit more important than mine. And uh, we'll start where he started following that scrimmage on Saturday. Here is Here are his opening thoughts on the day. Well, uh, you know, a lot of good things from today in terms of situational football. You know, I told our players this is what a great platform that they had today to put their football identity on video. And really, we're still in the infant stages of building our identity, uh, you know, and then the ability to go in the stadium with the elements. We had a number of rain games. Uh, and then, you know, the other thing that really kind of puts us at probably the most competitive disadvantage you can have is we're probably one of very few Division One football teams in the country that conduct practices without any officials. So when you have an opportunity to get in the stadium and scrimmage and have officials, all your bad habits that you develop because you don't have officiating kind of materialize and you get exposed. And I saw that. I thought, you know, overall, uh, we did not handle the elements very well. We had too many balls on the ground. We couldn't handle snaps. We couldn't snap the football. Uh, too many holding penalties, too many pass interference penalties down the field, uh, and in catastrophic moments where it's third and long and we have a, a defensive pass interference or we have a big play in offense and it's nullified by a holding penalty. But also that's why you practice, and those are great learning opportunities and moving forward. But, uh, you know, everyone has to have a tremendous sense of urgency in our organization. We really only have five days of training camp left. So we have to make the most of every day to continue to be the team that we want to be. But right now, you know, our execution's not there. And we talked about, you know, three things heading into this scrimmage. 
uh, and the first thing is your effort. You know, we talk about four to six A to B. Well, they had an opportunity to put our style, their style on video. Now we'll grade it. But the first thing was effort. The second thing is fundamentals and details. And then the third thing is playing with a level of physicality. So they'll be graded in those three things, and then we'll uh, assess everything tonight and then get back to work at it tomorrow. But uh, we got a long way to go with this football team in a relatively short period of time. There were, as you heard there, a few three and outs on the day, a lot of three and outs on the day. So there's two different ways you could look at the three and outs. Is it is it concern over the fact that your offense could not really get any momentum going and could not sustain drives? Or is it does it make you feel positive about the way your defense played because they were quick to get the offense off the field? And Jones says, well, why not both? Both, uh, you know. We did well defensively, and then they did not handle sudden change very well. You know, we've not handled success well in terms of, all right, we're shutting out an opponent. We're playing extremely well. How do we maintain that momentum? And we've had way too many momentum swings offensively and defensively. They're really good teams. Even when they don't perform well, they're able to maintain momentum in a game. Uh, And then, you know, sometimes you're going to have to grind your way through it like we did today. You know, things aren't going to go your way. How do you respond? So, you know, defensively, we did a very good job in the three and outs, but then we didn't handle sudden change very well. And then we went to the goal line situations on the three. The offense on both units, red and black, scored every time they had the ball. So those are all learning points. So I think more it's going back, okay, when we have success, everybody executes. It's all 11. When we don't, you know, it's kind of been the theme of camp. We've been 10 out of 11, 9 out of 11. And, and the magic is getting all 11 individuals working together. Uh, so tremendous teach opportunities. I'll know more when I watch the film on the three and outs by the offense. But we weren't able to throw the ball today. Uh, you know, and I think there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, that has kind of manifested itself, but we have to get better in a hurry, and that's why Monday's practice will probably be the most important practice we have all year. Continuing along here with some comments from Butch Jones, uh, there's been a couple different things that Jones has stressed this fall, turnovers and explosive plays. Um, Again, it's great when your defense is forcing them in terms of the the turnovers, but not as much when your offense is (laughs) the one committing the turnovers, and clearly that's something A-State needs to work on. Turnovers. Uh, you know, we talk about winning the double positive, and that's winning the explosive play battle and turnovers, and you can't turn the football over. Now we spend an inordinate amount of time on defense on defense of ball disruptions and taking the football away. That's only going to make our offense better. But too many turnovers. You know, when you look at, I think it's like 98% win if you win the double positive. We only won the double positive all one time last year. So I think that's the biggest thing. The the, the penalties will work to correct. A lot of it is discipline. Um, you know, we're too, too emotional of a football team right now. One of the things we've studied is we talked about composure. And, you know, when you get a penalty against you or when a play doesn't go your way, you got to forget it. You know, we talk about snapping clear and moving on to the next play, and I think that's part of our youthfulness, but nobody cares about that. You know, there's a maturity with which you play the game. And so, again, these are all great learning lessons as we move forward. Let's talk quarterbacks. I know that's what everybody wants to hear about anyways. Uh, And uh, Logan Whaley of KIT asked Coach Jones a good question. He was like, all right, so a day where – 
the offense didn't really generate a lot of momentum. So what what do you hope the quarterbacks learn after a day like today? Well, there's a lot of things to learn from. I think, first of all, the overall management of the offense. And then when you have the elements that we had today, kind of your style of play has to change a little bit. So you have to be able to adapt and adjust in the elements, and then you got to be able to have great composure and be able to handle the snap and work together. Um, and then it's just the routine plays, making the routine plays. Uh, a lot of it was, uh, you know, the, the, the handoffs, you know. And so we spent a lot of time, as you guys know, uh, with that part of the game between the running backs and between the quarterbacks. And we didn't handle a simple exchange very well with the elements today. So we'll work wet balls a lot this week. But, again, a lot of things um, in moving forward that we can grow from and get better. All right. So when are we going to learn who QB1 is, Coach Jones? Yeah, I know we're even close. Uh if you told me right now, it'd be really a flip of a coin. Nobody has really kind of, uh, kind of taken reins of that, and and that's kind of what we thought. That's what we kind of anticipated. But I will tell you, there's they're battling every day. They're competing every day. They want to do it. And I, I said it is, you know, a lot of times, the quarterback is a byproduct of the other ten individuals around them, and being able to protect them uh, in the pocket, and then be able to run precise. Ru- routes and catch the football on the perimeter and to be able to establish a run too too many times today we were one-dimensional we were behind the chains Uh, so again those are all things that you know we'll continue to get better and grow from a couple more comments here from coach jones he was asked following the scrimmage you know were there any guys that stood out defensively uh for you and he said no 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 well wait hold on no, you know, I, I, I like the way Keyron Crawford's been playing all camp. And really, it started in the offseason. I think he's had a really good offseason. He's playing with a high level right now. Uh, so I really liked him. Uh, but I'll know a little bit more uh, when I watch the video. A couple more comments here from Coach Jones. Uh, he was asked, you know, about the secondary overall, as it does feel like that has been a unit that's kind of taken advantage of some opportunities so far this fall. Quite a few turnovers forced. They could have had even more on, on Saturday, but there are a couple of dropped INTs. Not a massive concern with the weather, but still something you'd like to see this team do a little bit better on moving forward. Uh, that being said, uh, Coach Jones talks about his opportunistic secondary. Yeah, you know, they've been pretty opportunistic all camp. You know, I think we've done a better job of catching the football. Last year we had seven dropped interceptions, and as we all know, those can change the complexity of a game and the complexion of that goes in and with field position, and they've done a much better job to date. But we've also really worked more ball drills than we've ever had, so it's a credit to those kids, you know, for really improving that skill set part of it. Um, I think their discipline and their eyes have, have, have helped matters as well. Last thing here, there was, of course, a late addition to that secondary with Arkansas State adding Justin Hodges to the roster. Played last year at UCF and uh, is now a Red Wolf. Got there, I guess, sometime over last weekend. Saw him in practice Monday, saw him in practice Wednesday. He was out there with the ones and twos. On Saturday, uh, I, I'm, he hasn't been added to the online roster yet, so I'm not sure exactly what number he's going to wear, although he has been repping number zero in practice. But uh, Coach Jones talked about how that addition came to be. Well, Justin is an extremely competitive individual, and so I think he's come in here and our players have kind of watched him compete 
and he's come in here really at ground zero and had to you know work his way, had to earn the respect, and he's still doing that. But he's already earned that respect in the way he plays and the way he competes. And just like anybody we bring in in our program, everyone goes through a long, extensive vetting process where we speak to everyone, all parties involved, you know, interview him a number of times, family and all that. So, uh, again, he's done everything that he's needed to do to date in our football program. Again, that was Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones sharing his thoughts about the Red Bulls' first scrimmage of fall camp. Uh, they were back at it today. Didn't get to get out there and take in practice. Uh, I, I I will be out there later on this week, and, and not just next Saturday for the next scrimmage, because I want to see how this team, specifically this offense, bounces back from a little bit of a ho-hum day, uh, that that which was the case on, on Saturday. Uh, hopefully this team uh, can attack this week with a lot of effort and energy. They are getting just a little bit of a break from the heat here over the next couple of days. So it won't be quite as much of a, a, a uh, humidity grind, I guess, with highs of just 80 today and tomorrow. So maybe that'll help uh, revitalize this team a little bit and maybe they can get in some good work this week. Again, it's, um, it's really important this week that, that this team starts taking some more steps forward, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. We are... 17, 18, 19 days out from the season opener. Of course, that means we're still 26 days away from the first home game of the season. Uh, September the 9th against Memphis, which is paint the stadium red day. And ahead of this upcoming slate of home games, Arkansas State Athletics has announced its 2023 themes and giveaways. Nothing necessarily groundbreaking in terms of the themes because we see a lot of these themes uh, every year. Like, again, week one is paint the stadium red, which is awesome. That's something I don't know how long the Chamber of, it was that the Chamber of Commerce started that up, but what an awesome idea. Of course, it gets the community behind Arkansas State. A lot of people paint up the windows. There's a lot of just events around town ahead of that. Great, great week. But uh, the first 1,000 guests into the stadium are going to receive a 2023 A-State football schedule koozie from St. Bernard's. Pretty cool. Week two against Stony Brook is going to be Hal's birthday party and teacher appreciation night. So so this is cool. It's going to be presented by Coca-Cola. So the first 1,000 fans through the gates are going to receive a 50 seasons souvenir Coke bottle. The following week, band day. Against Southern Miss, it's also going to be family weekend. So the first 1,000 fans receive a Greenway Red Wolves cap since that day is presented by Greenwood Equipment. And then uh, after that, it's going to be a month until A-State gets back in Jonesboro. But uh, when they host Coastal Carolina for homecoming, which is going to be presented by Bartons, the giveaway there is a 50-season celebration poster. Of course, that's going to be a massive theme all season celebrating 50 seasons of football at Centennial Bank Stadium. November the 4th against the Cajuns is Ag Day. So your special theme ticket purchase comes with a limited additional Centennial Bank Stadium replica. I really want to see that. That sounds cool. I'm trying to wrap my head around what exactly it's going to look like. I'm not sure. And then uh, and then, and then, here's the one that I'm... All of these are great giveaways. But some way, somehow, <laughs> i got to find a way... To take a souvenir, home, a souvenir home with me from the game against Texas State on November the 18th. Because it's Fan Appreciation Day, it's Heroes Day, it's Senior Day. And check out this giveaway that's going to be presented by Hytrol. 
The first 1,000 fans receive a DeMario Davis bobblehead. Now, I probably get... I, I love bobbleheads, okay? So I'm probably more fired up about this than a lot of people, but still, that that is a really cool giveaway. So you can find that full list of promotions and all of that at astateredwolves.com. Please, please, please. Somebody in A-State Athletics. Just, just one, one DeMario bobblehead. That's all I need. Just, just one. Pretty, pretty, please. With a cherry on top. Hey, let's talk about the Arkansas State Saints or the New Orleans Red Wolves or whatever we want to call them. They were in action over the week. And uh, over the weekend, and there was there was a, a big to-do for a former Red Wolf. If you haven't heard, we'll tell you about it after the break. But we do need to step aside and take one. And we're going to return right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee, creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more. Don't sell for less. Now at Plaza Tire Service, buy three Kumo Mud Tires and get one free. That's right. Buy three, get one free on in-stock Kumo Road Venture MT-71 tires at Plaza Tire Service. Catch this unbeatable deal to get your truck or SUV ready for the fall with a great set of Kumo Mud Tires. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your budget with a Plaza Tire Service credit card or our no-credit-needed financing options. Save big on in-stock sets of aggressive, go-anywhere Kumo Road Venture Mud Tires for a limited time, exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. If you think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, 
and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEACarToday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today, we just say yes. For 30 years around here, you didn't need cable or the internet for your sports news because we had Dickie Bird. Now you can help equip the next generation of local sports journalists by supporting the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament. The four-person scramble is set for Friday, August 25th at Rich Point Country Club. There are morning and afternoon start times with lunch served at noon. The goal is to fully endow a scholarship in the College of Media at A-State in Dick's name. Go to astatealumni.org slash Dick Clay for information. Join us for the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament Friday, August 25th fifth at rich point on paper it's the best sports show around back to the workday red zone hey welcome back to the workday red zone kara and ryan with you uh, let's open back up the phone lines 870-9303-776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline, we're asking you today uh, your view of preseason polls. Are they, I mean, do you look forward to them? Do you think they're dumb? Do you get anything out of them at all? Right now, most of you think they're dumb on our Twitter poll at Kara underscore Richie, but certainly you can weigh in on the phones however you would like. Of course, on Monday, a, a huge part of the day is just getting caught up on all of the news from around the weekend. And I, uh, I I do love the NFL preseason right now in terms of keeping up with former Red Wolves because almost everybody is in one spot. Um, I don't know if we're going to call them the New Orleans Red Wolves this year or the Arkansas State Saints, but of course there is a whole lot of players on that NOLA roster that have spent time in Jonesboro. And most notably is, uh, at least in terms of from the weekend performance, is Blake Groupie, former Arkansas State kicker, in fact, all-time leading scorer in program history. Groupie is trying to beat out New Orleans kicker Will Lutz for that uh, kicking job. Now, this is going to be a challenge. Lutz has been there for a while, and he's been very solid for the Saints. And he was, for the most part, the primary kicker in the Saints' winner over the weekend against the Chiefs. Lutz had a field goal of 36 yards. He kicked both of the team's extra points. But when the Saints needed a field goal to win the game, as time expired, who did they go to? They went to Blake Groupie. He was good from 31 yards out in his only field goal attempt on the day, a high-pressure situation, a clutch situation, and he absolutely nailed it. It was really cool to see. And it certainly looks like he has been seizing the opportunities there in, in New Orleans. Um, now, if you never really saw Blake Groupie 
in person. I, I'm sure you saw him on the field and realized that he's not the world's biggest guy, but but he kind of looks like a normal dude, right? Like there are some football players that never in a million years would you would you mistake them as anything other than football players, right? Offensive linemen, defensive linemen, they they look like linemen. They are they are mountains of human beings. Uh, kickers, not so much. In fact, Blake Groupie, according to his online bio, clocks it at five foot seven, one hundred and fifty seven pounds. So there is nothing necessarily about Blake Groupie that screams professional football player, and. There are apparently several people that feel that way <laughs> because after he won the game for the Saints by kicking that 31-yard uh, field goal, he got stopped by security thinking that he was a fan when he tried to walk out of the player exit. Uh, the wild thing about it, that was not the only time he was stopped that day <laughs> as he also got questioned walking onto the field pregame for not having credentials so got stopped by security walking in got stopped by security walking out hit the game winner in the meantime he tweeted that out yesterday but closed out his tweet by saying stay humble thankful great team win who dat pretty cool story for Blake Groupie I know I'm certainly cheering him on I would love for him to be able to stay there with with the Saints again it just kind of makes everybody's life easier when all the Red Wolves are on on one team for the most part but what Grippy is doing ultimately by going out there and having these great kicks and these high-pressure situations is, is if nothing else, he is at least putting together some good film for a mid-season audition for someone else if, if he gets cut, if they decide to continue going with Lutz there in that role. Of course, Lutz is a former Sunbelt guy as well. So, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the preseason goes and, and whether or not Groupie is going to be able to stick with New Orleans or if perhaps he gets an opportunity somewhere else. Did not see any of the other Arkansas State Saints in the box score. I know that Kirk Merritt last week was dealing with a little bit of a tight hamstring. So I, I don't know if maybe he played any on, on special teams or if he was completely held out of the scrimmage for precautionary reasons. I know he did not record a stat. Uh, also did not record a stat, DeMario Davis. Of course, there's no concern there with what his role is going to be with the Saints. I mean, he's going to be their defensive leader. He's going to be their team leader, period, uh, there. So uh, he did not record a stat, but no concerns. Uh, I did, I, I looked over the weekend at the Broncos box score. Did not see Forrest Merrill's name. So, of course, he's not really at a, a big playmaking position. He certainly could have been out there on the field for some snaps and, and just might not have shown up in the box score. But we'll see if we can find a uh, like a snap count for the Broncos somewhere and see how much, if at all, he got to be out there over the weekend. But that's the look right now. At the Red Wolves that are in the pros. And, of course, we'll continue to keep you updated on these players, especially the guys that are fighting for roster spots throughout the rest of the preseason. And hopefully look forward to a good season ahead for all of the former A-State players. Uh, elsewhere in the NFL, some other quick notes from over over the weekend's preseason action. Uh, DeMar Hamlin is back, which I think is, is, is an amazing story. He participated in preseason action uh, this weekend. And, of course, everything looks good for him to be able to play the full season ahead in, in the NFL, which is absolutely astounding in, in the most exciting and, and positive way. So that story continues to be wonderful and we'll be cheering for him in the season ahead 
undoubtedly. There is also uh, an interesting streak going on in the NFL in terms of preseason play. The Ravens have now won 24 in a row. An unbeatable <laughs> preseason team, which is just wild. Uh, I, I do want to remind you, you already know this, but I do want to remind you, of course, that, that preseason scores and streaks and anything else are completely and totally irrelevant. In fact, to give you the most glaring example of this that I can think of, I'm pretty sure the year that the Patriots went undefeated until their Super Bowl loss to the Giants, I think that year they went 0-4 in the preseason. Additionally, the year that the Lions did not win a game, in the entire regular season, went 0-16. They went 4-0 in the preseason. So, again, I know you already know that the, the preseason is irrelevant, with the exception of just figuring out a couple of roster, roster spots, but still uh, a couple of, of examples of that. But I guess, I mean, go Ravens, I guess. 24-game preseason win streak, so it's something. Hey, let's step aside. Uh, we need to squeeze in a, another break here. We'll come back, talk a little baseball with you. Of course, uh, of course, the Cardinals were, interestingly enough, off yesterday, but they'll be back at it today. More on that when we return here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, well-qualified buyers can get up to $7,500 off 2023 Nissan Armada or up to $7,000 off the new Nissan Aria. Truck buyers, get the rugged Nissan Titan for 0% financing for 60 months. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Local Tire and Wheel is throwing a back-to-school 30 for 30 bash, and you're invited to save. This month's deals on tires and wheels are guaranteed to be an A+. Right now, you can get started on the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $30 with no payments for 30 days. Yes, $30 today gets you four brand-new tires with no payments for 30 days. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel always offers nine months, same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay. Make sure that you and your kids are ready for school with safe and dependable tires from Local Tire and Wheel. Nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel is throwing a back-to-school 30 for 30 bash and you're invited to save. $30 today and no payments for 30 days. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Guthrie's Golden Friday Chicken Fingers, America's original chicken finger restaurant, is now open in Jonesboro. Come find out for yourself what the craze is all about. From the sauce to the chicken fingers, Guthrie's is the rage. Fried golden brown, you'll know it's the best from the first taste. But don't take my word for it. Try it out right now on Caraway, right in front of Kroger. Open Sunday through Thursday from 10.30 to 10 and Friday and Saturday, 10.30 to 11. Call 206-8215 to order out or inquire about catering. Guthrie's will make your event the best. First National Bank of 
Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. If you have a craving for a sweet and delicious treat, it's time to treat yourself to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro. As you walk into Crumble, get ready for the smell of freshly baked gourmet cookies like no other. Crumble's menu rotates flavors weekly, and they always carry their crowd-pleasing signature warm chocolate chip. Crumble is locally owned and operated by Cody McPherson, a veteran of the United States Air Force and alumni of Arkansas State. If you have a craving for Crumble, head to the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the free app. Or go to crumblecookies.com. Did you know one in three adults is at risk for kidney disease? If you have high blood pressure or diabetes, you could be the one. I was looking in the newspaper and saw an article that said if you have symptoms for kidney disease, you should see your doctor. And I really didn't expect anything because I felt healthy. I didn't worry about my borderline high blood pressure. Turns out it was silently inflicting kidney disease. When you know, it's almost too late. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still with you. 870-930-3776. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. This Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Feels kind of weird being here on a Monday and not having a Sunday Cardinals game to recap but hey that's just the way the schedule worked and the Cardinals just had a two-game series over the weekend with Kansas City so they got those out of the way on Friday and Saturday and uh, off yesterday we'll return to action tonight to begin a three-game series against the Oakland A's 645 your first pitch time on 95.9 the Wolf so I guess we'll recap the weekend uh, we'll work backwards. All right, so no games, no game Sunday, Saturday. Um, a win over the Royals. It was five to four, the final there. So the Cardinals currently sitting at fourteen games under five hundred. It was a big day for Tommy Edmond. He hit a couple of homers. He said it was his wife's birthday. <laughs> she asked him to hit a homer, so he obliged and actually hit two. And uh, and then yet another solid day for Stephen Matz. A quality start, six innings, two runs on four hits. And again, just all hell Stephen Matz right now, right? Like he is the most 
consistent performer on the team, at least in terms of, I guess, the past month or so. It was his fourth straight quality start, his fifth straight solid outing. So in his last five starts, he's 4-0 and and has an earned run average of 1.24. That's, that's amazing. Again, I take back all of the bad things I was saying about Steven Matz at the All-Star break, okay? I apologize. I was wrong. Um, not that I was wrong that his first half was bad because it was bad. But I, I, I had no faith in Matz to fix what ailed him. And in that, in that way, clearly, I was wildly off base because this is not only is this good news for this year, but I mean, that's a guy that's going to be in ro- your rotation next year. So it's, it's great to know that he is capable of performing at a high level, performing at a consistent level. Because that's what he's been doing for the past month. So, good news there, both for the present and for the future. Uh, and then you have Friday. 12-8 to 8 was, was the score as the Cardinals once again lost the opening game of a series. So, not necessarily that that, that, that was a surprise. And unfortunately, not necessarily that the way the Cardinals lost was a surprise either. Because the Royals just absolutely clobbered. Adam Wainwright out of the gate, and it was so disheartening. I don't know. I don't know what to say about Wainwright's performances anymore because it's just it's it's not. I mean, yes, it's frustrating to to watch somebody in in your team's rotation that that just quite frankly right now can't pitch worth a darn. But it's just it's so sad. <laughs> I had a friend, of course I've got a group text. I know a lot of you do with with your friends or your family members or whoever with whatever sport or team you love and and my Cardinals group text. One of my friends says it's it 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 feels like watching somebody beat up your dad. It's just what do you do? You want to fix it and you can't. And I don't know what the the move forward is here. There is just nothing to build on. Baseball Reference put out the stat earlier today that Adam Wainwright currently has the second worst ERA plus ever by a player with 15 or more starts in a season. The only guy worse than him was pitching in 1973. Of course, ERA plus, what they do, when they've got any type of like, when Baseball Reference has any of the stats with the plus ERA plus, OPS plus, anything like that. Basically what that means is they take, the average is 100. Okay, anything above 100, you're above average. Anything below 100, you're below average. Wainwright's ERA plus this year is 49. So not below average, but significantly, significantly, significantly below average. Again, the only guy worse than him was Steve Blass in 1973. The guy who's number three on the list is Sam Weaver. He pitched in 1884. So again, we're talking about historically bad is what is is the level that Adam Wainwright has been performing at lately. His ERA for the season is almost up to nine. In his last seven starts, his ERA is... Um, is just a little under under um, fifteen, yeah one 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 five, yeah. He only lasted eleven batters Friday night. He only threw thirty nine pitchers, and he was essentially out there just giving up batting practice. I mean, thirty nine pitches, nine of those were hits. 
Two of them were homers. How, how do you fix it? I mean, I know, look, everybody in the organization, everybody in the fan base wants to see him get to that 200 number. And, and again, it's not like you have a playoff chase going on here for the Cardinals. So, so you can give him time, but how much time is too much time? Do you put him on the IL again, make up a something strain? And see if he can tweak just enough things to get him to that 200 mark. Ollie Marmol following Friday's game, kind of, kind of not, made it sound like it could be the end for Wayno in the rotation, or at least that he was, he was mulling it over, but it doesn't look like that's the case. Since on an interview yesterday on KMOX, Marmol said that Wayno would make his next scheduled start on Thursday against the Mets. So, so you just wonder what's next. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to to say about it. It just it just makes me sad. I hope it gets better before the season is over. But I don't know what we've seen at this point in time to give anyone confidence in in that being in that being the case. Uh, in the meantime, Cardinals hosting the A's tonight. Miles Michael is pitching, and the Cardinals are going to face a lefty in J.P. Sears. So that is what is coming up this evening. Of course, it is not really a secret that Oakland is no good, terrible, very bad. That being said, I have zero hope for the Cardinals to potentially get a sweep in this series because they are incapable of winning the first game of of any series. Even one against a team as inept as the A's. So the Cardinals should win this series, but it'll probably be two games to three. The A's have lost four out of their last five. Although uh, they did put a into the Rangers winning streak last week. But then they went out and, and got swept by the Nationals. So, again, just a horrifically bad Oakland team. They are 52 games under 500. They are 37 games <laughs> out of first place in the AL West. Horrifically, wildly bad. Fascinatingly, terribly bad. It really is, uh, it's it's almost impressive, that level of ineptitude going on there for, for Oakland. Um, looking around the standings quickly. Brewers continue to lead the NL Central. They've gotten just a couple more games between themselves and the Cubs over the past week because the Brewers have been able to go out and win four in a row. So, Cubs and Reds both tied right now, three and a half back from the central leading Brewers. More on that in a moment. Davey's with us on the phone. How are you? Great. How, how about you, Phil? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think, well, you know, he, I think he still got a little bit more gas in the tank, but I mean, I mean, getting, you know, kind of up there a little bit, but I think that once that uh, we try to learn how to win, uh, continue to learn how to win the team uh, uh, against the teams that are 
that are pretty good. Uh, I think that uh, Wayno, he could probably uh, finish out the season. Let's hope. I mean, he gets to start against the Mets this week. They're they're not good. But then again, I mean, the Royals weren't any good either, and he certainly blew that. Yeah. I, I, just, don't, I just don't understand. A lot of people probably are thinking about uh, for him to retire and stuff, but I don't really think he's at the age of retirement yet. But, but he I is. Be he's he's going to retire. He's already said he's retiring at the end of the season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, uh, do you think that we can go out and get young pitchers, uh, not not quite like him, but uh, in a in a different uh, um, a pitching uh, condition, uh, you know? Because I know he's in real good shape and everything, but I mean, I understand that uh, he uh, he said when he said he's gonna retire, he he wasn't gonna come back to the he wasn't gonna come back to baseball. Yeah, I, I don't know because the issue with the Cardinals is that they're they're cheap. They don't like to pay for good pitching, and good pitching is expensive. So, so that really limits uh, who you can go out and get when you don't want to give them any money. Yeah, all of that money that 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 uh, the Cardinals have, I mean, I don't understand that myself because I mean uh, we're a professional uh, baseball team, and I'm thinking that. We just have, I mean, we can go out and get whoever we want, but they just don't want to, I agree, they don't want to spend a lot of money on the pitchers, yeah. or they don't want to spend a lot of money on uh, first basemen or people like that. So I don't really know. And my next question is, uh, 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 the Arkansas State uh, Red Wolves uh, uh, women's basketball team, wonder how they coming along. You know, I, I'm interested in that myself uh, because I, I'm excited for this upcoming season. Sometime soon, we'll be able to get a glimpse, I think, of their full schedule here maybe in the next couple of weeks, fingers crossed, and we'll start trying to, to make some preseason expectations based on, on who they're going to face. But, Davey, we got to uh, squeeze in one more phone call here. Thank you for the phone call today. Yep. Let's go right to Zach, who's also on. Hold, how are you? Hello, Kara. I'm doing good. How are y'all? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. You bet. What are y'all talking about today? Uh, preseason polls. Do you think they are awesome, dumb, or just kind of fine? Just kind of fine, I guess. Yeah. Take them uh, or leave them? Yeah, take them or leave them. You take with a grain of salt. You got the obvious ones that are up there, but, you know, you just never know. You know, the usual suspects, the Georgias, Alabamas, whatnot, you know. But uh, what was you talking about? Wayne Radwell go? Yeah. That don't sound so down in the dumps about it. Like, what was he talking about? He well, let him get two hundred is the magic number for him. I mean, he's he's kind of terrible right now. Well, I know Doomsday David Jones, not to be confused with, or David David Leonard rather, not to be sorry about that. David Jones, David Leonard thinks they should just sit him rest of the year, keep him in the bullpen, and if we get a big lead or if we're getting blown out, put him in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not gonna hurt nothing, is it? Yeah, it's it's not, but here's the thing that that's also true. It's not going to hurt nothing keeping him in the rotation either at, at this point in time. The Cardinals are literally – they're playing for nothing. We're not going to the playoffs. Yeah. We're, we're done. Yeah. Okay? It's, it's, there's no chance in hell. We're, we're done. We're, our gooses are cooked. I we're think there done. might be like a 0.02% chance in hell, but oh, that's there it. There you go. <laughs> that gives me a little hope on that. But uh, anyway, hey, right quick, uh, today is Magic Johnson's 64th birthday. Okay. And Bud, we was talking, kind of debating a little bit this morning. You know, I think I think it's hands down, Magic's the greatest point guard to ever ever uh, play the position. But Bud said, Bud, of course, Bud's got to go old school here, pioneer days. 
he goes with Bob Cousy, the Houdini of the hardwoods, as he was known back in the day. Like, there's no way. You could put, Kerry, you could put Magic Johnson in a time machine and go back to 1965, and he would absolutely dominate that era. But, uh, I mean, wouldn't you agree? Magic, hands down, the greatest guy to ever play the point guard position. Yeah, that's who I'd give it to, and... and... Butter's answer is a little bit before my time, so I don't I don't have a good base well, for comparison are. there. Well, yeah, you. yeah, but I would, yeah, I mean, Magic was awfully fun to watch. Yes, he was. He was fun. But talking about uh, Bob Cousy doing behind the back passes, I'm thinking, hello, Showtime Lakers, anybody? <laughs> you know, really? I mean, watching watching the '60s Celtics was like watching the movie Hoosiers, which I love the movie Hoosiers, but it was like watching the movie Hoosiers. That's what it's what it's comparable to, and I love the movie, but it's. It's old school basketball. They were stiff. They were stiff back then, and they dribbled the ball with. Uh, they didn't have their hands bent. You know what I mean? When they dribbled yeah. the ball. Yeah, it was uh, not not as um, aesthetically pleasing as perhaps no. some other eras. Zach, I Definitely apologize not. though. We got to we got to wrap it up and hit in one hey, more break. Don't you apologize? Talk to you later. <laughs> we'll see, see you. And that's exactly what we're doing. Squeezing in one more break. Coming back to wrap up today's show right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Now is the time to save with back-to-school shopping for the whole family at Central Buick GMC. Get rates as low as 0.9% for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. Central has one of the best selections of new Buick and GMCs in the area. As always, there's a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles available at Central Buick GMC with one of the largest inventories in Northeast Arkansas. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro or online at centralbuickgmc.com. Gamble gives back again. Gamble Home is collecting new backpacks and school supplies for local deserving kids. Help give our kids a great start to the school year and receive major savings on your purchase at Gamble. Plus, receive a free set of sheets or mattress protector with your mattress purchase of $19.99 or more. Also, save $100 when you trade in your old recliner for a new one. Donate to the Backpack Drive and get buy one, get one half-off deals on all bed pillows. Shop local, give local at Gamble Home Furnishings in the Farville Curve and on Highland in Jonesboro. Ah, summer, the season of outdoor adventures, cookouts, and soaking up the sun. But who's keeping your business running smoothly? Introducing Calmer Solutions, your reliable managed service provider that's here to make your summer worry-free. Our team of experts handle your technology challenges with precision and care. Hey, I think my laptop just crashed. Never fear, Calmer Solutions is here. Wow, they fixed it so quickly. Thanks, Calmer Solutions. From business phone systems to help desk, we've got you covered. Call for a free consultation, 870-454-HELP, or go to calmersolutions.com. Hey, y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Get ready to take control of your outdoor space with the best equipment out there. We carry the industry-leading brands, including Bad Boy, Xmark, Ferris, and Altos, all under one roof. Our massive inventory means we can make deals that no one else can match, bringing you the best prices on the toughest zero turns on the market. We're your headquarters for zero turns in Northeast Arkansas, so don't settle for less. Come to Cox Implement. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our A-State athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. Wolves up. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. 
Small destructive insects can become monster problems in bins containing post-harvest grains, especially weevils. Try the new Gravista D insecticide, the only dual-purpose dry product on the market that combines a synergized adulticide with an insect growth regulator. Apply to post-harvest grain as it's loaded into storage to protect your investment from adult insects and control future generations. Don't take a chance on bugs. Protect your grain from monster bug problems with Gravista D insecticide from Central Life Sciences. Visit bugfreegrains.com to learn more. When you need them, your local volunteer fire department routinely answers the call. Whether it be a fire, traffic accident, or a cat stuck in a tree, there is always someone there for you. However, because of declines in memberships, departments are becoming understaffed and struggling. Here's how you can help your neighbors and your community. No matter what skills you may possess, you can make a difference. Your local volunteer fire department desperately needs your help. Can you direct traffic? Install a smoke alarm. Help at fundraisers. Your community needs you. You don't have to fight fire to be a volunteer. Will you make that difference? Will you answer the call? Brought to you by the National Volunteer Firefighter Recruitment Center, a program service of the Volunteer Firefighter Alliance. For more information on how you can help and make a difference, visit www.nvfrc.org. That's www.nvfrc.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Homestretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Last look at our KavanaughCars.com question. We've asked you to finish this sentence with us today. Preseason polls are blank. Uh, Overwhelming favorite in the clubhouse. 64% of you said dumb. (laughs) 32% of you said they're fine. And uh, 5% of you do, in fact, think they're awesome. I uh, have seen a couple of people on social talking about Oklahoma, who, of course, uh, clocks in at number 20 in the preseason poll and is, of course, Arkansas State's week one opponent. But I'll read a tweet here from Braden Carroll, who says, Oklahoma went 6-7, and seven, finished 122nd out of 131 teams in total defense, beat one team that finished with an above 500 record in 7-6 Oklahoma State, and lost 25 players to the transfer portal while only bringing in 16. Yet they start the season ranked number 20? We shall see. Question always brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. And no question that they are the best place to start the search for your next new or new-to-you vehicle. You can find out about some of the deals they got going on at Kavanaugh right now. And, of course, uh, also search through their entire inventory online. Every single vehicle under the Kavanaugh umbrella right there for you at KavanaughCars.com. What do we got going on tomorrow? Well... We are going to, of course, have our weekly chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. We're going to do that in the 1.30 segment, as per usual. But then also, at 12.30 tomorrow, we're going to touch base with Brad Rollins, who is from the A-State College of Liberal Arts and Communications. And he's going to get us up to speed with this upcoming uh, Dick Clay Golf Tournament. Uh, It's to help fund a scholarship at A-State and uh, we'll have all of the info on that. Registration wraps up, though, on Friday. And that four-person scramble is going to be the following Friday, August the 25th, at Ridgepoint Country Club. Again, 
uh, Brad Rollins with all the details tomorrow at 12.30. So it should be a fun Tuesday. I think it was a, a pretty okay Monday. More than okay. It was great. Thanks to your help on the phones. And I uh, can't wait to do it again tomorrow. In the meantime, hey, keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next. And he'll be followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC follows Budrow at 10. And then we'll be back tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.